0: Welcome to Doc's Outside the Box Podcast. This is your official show, looking inside the minds of cutting-edge and innovative doctors. Think you'll find these stories in any medical textbook? Sorry. You're getting real-life insight from men and women pushing the envelope beyond medicine. Ordinary doctors doing extraordinary things. Let's start now with your host, Dr. Nee Darko.
1: What's up? What's good? How are y'all doing? It is the end of the year. Happy holidays to you all. This is Dr. Ni, the Doc Outside the Box. Thank you all for joining me for the last interview episode of 2018. I really can't believe 2018 is over. I'm really psyched about it. Second to the summer, this is my favorite time. The summertime definitely is king for me, but this is also a great time. Great opportunity to kind of recap on the whole year Catch up with family. The weather is great. I love the snow. I love the cold. It's just really my second favorite time of the year. But I also wanted to take a quick opportunity just to, you know, thank you all for listening, for subscribing, and ultimately for sharing the message of this podcast, just sharing this podcast in general with others. It's really good to know that the message of being more than just a doc, remember we are breaking the typecast of docs, just being known as docs. You know, this message, I'm really glad to know that you all feel the same way. And there are some big things that are coming up in January. I'm not going to spill the tea. I'm not going to tell you the secrets, but trust me, when January comes, you're going to see a big change in the podcast, a big change in just the visuals of this podcast. And I'm really excited about it. So just Hang in there. I can't wait to see what you all think about it. Actually, I'm really excited about it. And you know, I'm also excited about this episode. This is the last interview episode of the year, and I can't think of a better guest to have than the dynamic, the energetic, the powerful Dr. Dara Cass. She is the creator of Feminem. Remember, we had her about 30 episodes ago talking about how she created Feminem and how it's become, you know, this movement not just in the United States but also across the world and I got to tell you something just in general all I am really impressed with people I'm really impressed with creators people who are very creative people who are able to take things from you know something that is just an idea and really take action on it and have people admire it and also not only that also having the ability to get people excited about any theme any cause you know just an idea and get people to really act on it is something that I've always admired people and their ability to do so. So this was my first year, not only just attending Feminine Idea Exchange, but also I got a chance to speak there. So it was a great excuse to get out of Pennsylvania and head down to my favorite city, the best city in the world, New York City. And I spoke on how podcasting had really changed my life, has taken me places that I really never anticipated that I would be in. And I mean, I have never even thought I'd be this point when I was just a little runt watching doctor shows on TV. So, you know, on this episode, it's going to be me and Dr. Dara. We're going to be chatting, chilling, talking about a recap of the experience at Feminine Idea Exchange, what it's like to put together a conference, what it's like to be a speaker at the conference and why you all should consider attending next year. So I'm going to keep this intro short, but one quick last thing that I want to say, look, it is the happy holidays, but sometimes it may not be like that for everyone. So remember, be good to each other. We are one community. If you know someone who is struggling during the holidays, sometimes the best thing you can do, sometimes the best gift that you can give is just reaching out to them via phone call, via text. Remember, we're all one community leave no doc behind. So look, let's get on with this interview. I present Dr. Dara Cass. Dr. Dara Cass, thanks for coming back on Docs Outside the Box. We just got back from Feminem Idea Exchange 2018, which was amazing in New York City. And it's been about what, three weeks since the event. Maybe two It weeks. hasn't. It's been two, I think. Two weeks. But It was a phenomenal event. My first time attending and also speaking, I was nervous, but still I felt the love in the room. Let's get a chance. Let's do a recap. Let's talk about Fix, your experiences, what talks stood out to you, and a little bit of the behind the scenes of what it takes to put together such a conference. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and start?
0: So I think that I actually want to hear your experience because I don't know how often you've been like one of like a dozen guys in the room. Fix is amazing. I mean, Kind of paring down, I think that the thing that this year set out for me that was different than last year was we proved it wasn't a one off, right? So the first year was last year. We had 250 people we brought together and most people did it, I think, on faith of Feminem and the idea of the experience and coming together. We recruited some big heroes to come like Rob Gore, who is currently yeah. nominated for one of the top 10 CNN oh, yeah. heroes. Oh, yeah. Everyone out listening, please vote for him 10 times a day. Sorry, I got to plug my band, Rob Gore. Anyway, so we had these great speakers and you know, we had good momentum, but, you know, going from 250 to the next year, which was 700, it sold out in 10 days. Yeah. And we really needed a venue bigger. And we needed to prove that this is a thing people will come to year over year. Why? Why from do they From
1: miles come? and miles and oceans away.
0: Yeah. And why do they come, right? So one of the things we think we've done is we've created not just what people would call a safe space, but a safe stage, which means that people can bring their truth. And a lot of times it's kind of an uncomfortable truth For other people to hear, not for the person to say, right? But an audience that is listening for the first time in a way that is focused and deliberate and open, right? So the thing that we did this year that was remarkable to me was the diversity of stories we had on stage beyond what normal people or what people have historically thought of as diversity, right? So yes, we had racial diversity and gender diversity and diversity of socioeconomic, you know, opportunity. And we had doctors of different specialties, but we had physicians with disabilities or physicians who are parents of patients with disabilities. And we had a trans man physician on stage who was talking about gender bias from the perspective of being a woman in medicine and a man in medicine and all the different, you know, experiences that he had. And so I think that that to me was extraordinary. And the other part that's extraordinary is the part you can't predict. It's the fact that when people get together who are of, you know, like experience but yet different experiences it's just remarkable. So it was really wonderful. And the behind the scenes part of it is, I think, a little interesting. So
1: Yeah, because you were all over the place, but at the same time, I mean, you kept it together. There's a lot of moving parts to get this to work smoothly.
0: Yeah, I think that, you know, we put it on as a singular event, right? It's a single track program. And we look at it very much from the perspective of the person who's coming, which is, Why are they taking their time? Mm -hmm. Why are they taking their money? Why are they taking their days off of work or their time away for their family to come to this? What do we want them to come away with, right? It's about the experience of the attendee. And so when we think about that, we think about that from the minute that they enter registration until the time that they leave. And there's actually very little downtime or I would say like amorphous time. There's a lot of networking time and there's some dinners and there's a party, but it's really about curating like a journey that you end and you kind of feel inspired and invigorated so that you can go back to your life, to the, whatever you have in front of you and feel reconnected to whatever your sense of purpose is and open to new things. And so my favorite aspect of the conference happens about now, the weeks afterwards, which is when I see all the blog posts and the podcasts and the tweets and the pictures. So right now today, one of our participants who spoke last year is tweeting out her I voted sticker in Georgia and hashtagging fix 18. Like that's the momentum that drives me to Mm -hmm. do it again. Right. And we're already doing it again, which is crazy. There's no rest.
1: I love it. So basically you got the momentum going now in terms of getting ready to, you know, the thought process for fix 19, fix 19 is in New York city, correct? Yeah. Like, so when do you start planning for that? Has the plans already started? Or? Oh, dude.
0: Yeah. We're like ready to open registration. Um, So they, <laughs> we do not mess around. So we you are to get tight. Radio
1: City Music Hall next because when I was there, like the entire hall was completely packed.
0: Yeah. So we sold out in 10 days this year and it was because it was a theater. It has only a fixed number of seats. We're actually going to a hotel next year. And there's a lot of reasons why it took us a couple of years to get to a hotel. A lot of it really has to do with the commitment, you know, like. Feminem is really, at its core, one-woman show when it comes to the backing. You know, it started by me. So there's no membership fee for Feminem. So I needed the momentum and, more importantly, the confidence that this thing had some legs under it before I could commit to the magnitude of a hotel contract. And, you know, we could go into the Beacon or we could go into Radio City, and that's great for a number of seats, but actually what it doesn't do is give us the spaces for networking connections, which is integral to the conference as well. So next year, we're going to be at the Grand Hyatt in Manhattan, right in Midtown. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Which is cool. (laughs) And the best part about it is we're taking over like floors of the hotel and we're going to be able to do some super cool stuff that I don't want to spoil, but we're learning every year. We're going to need spaces for people to be both networking and extroverted, but also introverted and reflective, right? So after some of the talks, people like literally left the venue to go to Central Park and sit because they needed to absorb what they had heard. And so we're going to provide spaces like that for people to really just take a step back and connect with their own mind and their own experiences because that's the best way to make meaningful change in your own life. You know, childcare. care. So this year we are now, we know, the only conference in medicine that we can find that provides full service on-site child care for mm. free. Wow. If anyone knows another one, please let me know. So of course we're going to do that again. And that was a huge win for us because it meant that our participants felt empowered to bring their kids if they wanted to and didn't if they didn't. And so there's so many things we're planning for next year. But I guess the other part about being in a hotel is that it becomes a retreat of sorts for the people that are there. And so by being in a hotel, we'll really get to take over the joint, if that makes any sense. So Feminem is taking over Midtown Manhattan in a bad way in September, (laughs) right before the UN. So we'll oh, see really? That.
1: Oh, as, yeah. as long as we can get out before the UN and the...
0: It's chaos. Actually, it ends the day before the UN General Assembly starts. So that's going to be very interesting. And the party next year is going to be even bigger. Like we have this big opening party with, you know, we had 500 people at the Highland Ballroom this year. We need to find a venue that's going to hold more than that. So it's, it's a very cool experience. And planning it is a lot of fun because I get to think about what would I need if I was coming and how can I make that happen?
1: So, if people who are listening right now want to, you know, get ready for Fix 19, where do they find information at? how do they connect?
0: So, on the website right now, the placeholder website is up, meaning that we have the hotel block is open. People can book hotels now, and so you can do that ASAP the speaker form. So if anyone wants to apply to be a speaker at Fix19, and I will ask you, is it a good experience to be a speaker at the Feminine ID
1: Exchange? It was an amazing experience. I was nervous. I'm not the greatest public speaker, but it still was, I felt the love all over. You know, even before like I spoke, people were just really, you know, just warm and just like, who, who are you? Where are you from? Like, what's your specialty? You know, what are you speaking about? I'm really excited about that. Or I've heard your podcast before, you know, and then afterwards people, you know, everybody was coming up to me and saying, Hey, like I enjoyed your speak or, you know, let's connect. It was just a very different conference, obviously than what I'm used to as a general surgeon. And I hope to come, I'm bringing my wife next year. So I hope to come next year and just, you know, be a part of it and just be a participant, you know, just kind of just be all enthralled in it because I just really enjoyed myself. And it's something that you don't normally get at most
0: other conferences. And the thing that's great about it, and again, I will say it, is a women's development conference, which is really a conference centered around gender equity. The men that come, they have an experience they actually never had before, for the most part, at any conference, because it kind of hits a different tone and it feels different. And it's awesome to me. And, you know, like there was a guy who's a program director in New York City who tweeted it. It's like Lilith Fair. At first, they said it was good for women in music, and then they realized it was good for all of music. And the same thing is true here. I actually am interested to see, I think we're going to have a huge uptick in men registering for the conference this year. And I don't know where to put that because I want to make sure, we have to make sure that it still gets to its primary intended audience. But that's going to be, I think, really exciting. So the speaker submissions form. So we do an open call for speakers, which is going to be open December 1st. And that will be available as a probably as a Google form embedded in the website. We are asking for a video because we want to hear your kind of one-liner of what message are you trying to get across? What do you think people need to hear? And then we will have our you know, acceptance process. Tickets are going to go on sale February 1st of 2019. And we have, for anybody listening who is in emergency medicine, we have something called a foundation sponsorship, which means that your department could pre-purchase tickets for your faculty or residents to come to the conference in advance. And we do that as a real way for leaders to support gender equity in their department and give out those tickets later on whoever they think wants to come. So those will be open. And then of course, there are corporate sponsorships that we have a sponsorship kit available for anybody that wants to know how to be a real partner in pulling this event off. And so the dates are available on the website now. Anyone who has any questions can always find me on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or, you know, anywhere else even through the website. You can always email fix at feminem.org if you have any questions. I'm like ready for the next one already. It's crazy. (laughs) It's really exciting.
1: Yeah, it was an awesome event. And I encourage all listeners to make sure you go ahead and take a look at this conference and do your best to attend it. It's a great, phenomenal conference. Dr. Derek thank you so much for coming on Docs Outside the Box again.